my name is Jenny Salkeld, and I'm a widow from Temecula, California. I'm so excited to kick off the Widows That Wine Together podcast with you, although I'm not too thrilled on the circumstances that got us here. Yes, the club we never asked to join. The Widows That Wine Together idea came about after a few of us widows from Temecula met last summer at a Soaring Spirits Widow Camp. I thought at the time, why not start a support group that would bring widows together every month at one of the local wineries? We have over 50 here in town. I realized the importance of the connections for our healing process, and most importantly, being around others that completely understand what we're going through. So why not join together and enjoy some great wine along the way? We've been meeting since September, and each month we pick a new winery to visit. So today, I would love to introduce you to my Widows at Wine Together sisters, Rebecca and Sue. With our collective experiences, I thought this would be a great opportunity to share our stories with others. And so why not start the first podcast on the topic of love with Valentine's Day just a few weeks away. As we all know, Valentine's Day is a celebration of love and affection. But it is very difficult to see happy couples all around you when your spouse has died, especially the first year when you're grieving. For many of us, Valentine's Day used to be a day of cards, flowers, special date night, but now it's just you. Although our loved one is not here with us, it is still a great reminder of the love we shared. Valentine's Day is not just about romantic love. It is also about the love we have for others in our life, such as our children, grandchildren, close friends, and even our pets. Well, hello, ladies. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Sue. I'm so excited to have you on and to share your experiences about love and, and Valentine's. So welcome. Thanks. Happy Thank Sunday. You. Thank you both. All right, so let, let's start off and, and kind of get into some of your um, experiences. Tell me, each one of you, about your your loved one, your, your late Valentine, and some of the special things you did around this holiday. Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> um, so my late Valentine, our, when we first got together, gosh, winter of... 92 so like January of 92 ish is when we really started dating and became exclusive I was a senior in college and he was wee bit older than me <laughs> and uh Valentine's was like our first big really romantic going all out date you know we had been on a couple other dates and um but this was going to be the special one so he went all out I mean like cheesy whatever um the candy seized candy uh what else there was flowers there was um a couple gifts and I don't think my parents are listening but there may or may not have been an overnight getaway <laughs> <laughs> I can't not confirm or deny that but um it was and we were like serious so it was like this is our first you know like oh sparks were flying a lot of chemistry and I'm like gosh do I, am I and we had been dating for a little while but this was like we were first together so it just I remember that feeling of going oh, and I knew I was young whatever he was older but I just that feeling of like oh I I think I love him and and he's got these qualities and I think it was between like February and the next few months like February kicked it off that's why I replied to, to talk about this because I feel like February was very pivotal in that time. And it happened to have been Valentine's when we had this really special time together. 
Um, it was the first time I ever swung, swung a golf club because we went out to hit a bunch of balls on this big long date we had. And I was like, this is fun. Um, of course I picked up golf later, but it was super sweet, super, super sweet. That, that first Valentine's and to remember that from ever. And it, it just was really, really special. <clears throat> a great memory for you. That's great. Rebecca. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good for me to be able to tell my girls that, you know, how special that was, you know, and it's because it, every single Valentine's isn't going to be that, that one, you know, it's not going to fall on the perfect night. And then as we have kids, you know, there's going to be some open house or something else that's Valentine's, you know, either the day before or the day ever, the day after one of my girls, I went into labor on Valentine's and had her the next day. So oh yeah, that was sweet. We almost thought she was going to come on Valentine's and we didn't care. We, but then it was like, okay, so we didn't, we did nothing for that Valentine's as far as Valentine's is concerned, you know, but, um, that I'm really grateful that that first one was such a great memory because 93, gosh. And then in 93, yeah. Then after that, we, you know, we had a short engagement and we're married. Great. What about you, Sue? Well, my approach was a little bit different. I have always considered Valentine's to be kind of a hallmark holiday. Um, and, you know, there was never, I was never much into it. Um, and that was actually to the utter delight of my late husband. <laughs> he felt an intense sense of relief. And that first Valentine's, he was like, are you sure? Like, I'm not getting in trouble tomorrow because I didn't do anything because I'm not doing anything. He may have even like had a backup idea. I don't know. But the day came and went and it really just did not um, matter from the, I need you to show me love today. Our approach to showing love was always, it's an everyday thing. It's all the little things all the time, um, that kind of thing. So I used to volunteer at my friend's uh, restaurant. He had a fancy French restaurant in town. And so I dragged Mark into it um, for the two years that we lived in Canada together. And we would go and just do you know, seat people and take coats and get waters and bring drinks and bus tables. We weren't, you know, waiting on folks. And once everything kind of got settled and they got into the groove, then, um, you know, the wait staff would kind of take over and we would get a, a bad table near the kitchen and <laughs> we could have um, some food ourselves. But what we always noticed is the stress that it put couples under. Um, it's supposed to be the perfect day. And so you've got stress about what you're going to plan and what you're going to buy and how you're going to present it. And then by the time they finally get to dinner, the stress, they're almost vibrating with it. And okay, at the time we thought it was kind of funny. We'd sit at our little table in the back by the kitchen and giggle, but so many couples would be bickering <laughs> and arrested mm -hmm. by the time yes. this moment came because the stress was too much, right? <laughs> and so it's, it's maybe bad to say, but we kind of enjoyed the, we don't have to take part in that piece of it. And that's kind of what we took from Valentine's Day. So it's a little different. No, you definitely shed some light there, right? On, on everything leading up to that day and then kind of what transpires, right? And kind of that, that aspect of it. So. Mm -hmm. That's great. So one of the things that he used to do, um, like you know, he'd do little things, right? Like he would uh, buy flowers on a Tuesday for no reason. Um, and not just for me, but for our girls too, so that they knew what it was like to get flowers for no reason, um, or buy tickets to a show or whatever. There was one um, year he took a stack of post-it notes and there's maybe, I don't know, 30 of them. And he wrote reasons why he loved me. And then he hid them all over the house. Aww. And 
Some of them I found right away, like, you know, the back of the medicine cabinet. Um, another I didn't find for months. It was in the pocket of a jacket I barely ever wore. Um, the one he put in the back of my sock drawer was there for literally years. Oh. And then there, there was one last one. And um, because Valentine's never really meant a lot to me, when Mark died, he died on the 1st of February. So all the Valentine's stuff had already been out for a while, right? Because it comes out in like middle of January. And I ignored it like I'd always ignored it. Um, but one year later, I walk into the grocery store and there's this wall of Valentine's stuff. That's always there. Every year I've been walking into this grocery store for 18 years. In the middle of February, they always have this wall of Valentine stuff that just kind of pulls you in and I stood there that year and I just started to sob like I mean the big the messy the snot bubbles everything I just stood there it was a grief bomb I was not expecting it certainly not from Valentine's Day this day that had never really meant a lot to us in in the form of love I just stood there and sobbed and sobbed when I finally got myself pulled together and I ran home um, and I got myself, you know, cleaned up before the kids got back from school. And I was going into this cupboard, this cupboard I go into almost every day um, to get some highlighters to set up the homework area. And this envelope fell over. This big manila envelope had family pictures and it fell over and behind the envelope stuck to the side of this cupboard was one of these notes. Oh. And it said, <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> um, I love you because of your strength. And that was the day I really needed the strength. So that's kind of, when I look at Valentine's Day now, I look at it, this is a time when I need strength for myself and I need to give that strength away to other people the way he did to me that day. So I guess it came full circle. Right. That's so special, Sue. Wow. That's super sweet. Yeah. Ours, you know, ours was like, we're like that too. Because so much, so many things, yeah, you get so much pressure, right? Just like Christmas, so much pressure on Christmas, so much pressure on Valentine's, all these things, the Easter basket, once you have kids, you know, the Easter baskets, all of that. And it was like, if it came and went, you know, or we couldn't get a reservation or, you know, my parents weren't available to watch by the time we had all three girls, it's like, it's okay. You know, we're going to celebrate our love any other day. And um, and then as we got older and the budget got tighter with the girls, you know, before his career took off, I was like, don't you dare buy flowers on Valentine's. <laughs> they cost 10 times more than they do any other day of the year. So you wait a couple of weeks and then surprise me. <laughs> He's like, come on, don't be cheap. But I'm like, no, no, I, I have the budget. <laughs> And I would do after a period of time, we we're like, all right, just we'll exchange a card. Is that a deal? Right. I'm not, you know, just no flowers. Right. Cause as you progress and like, as you both have shared, it evolves. Right. Um, like, like for me, when we, I started dating Keith, I was a senior in high school. And so from, mm -hmm. I was with him for five years before we got engaged. And so, you know, you go through all those stages, the cards, the chocolates, all that. I must've had a mess of teddy bears, right. <laughs> from a collection over those five years. <laughs> it's like, here's all this cute stuff. And you're in that young love stage. Um, and then this day, I mean, Feb, uh, Valentine's is, is special for me because I knew he was up to something, but um, he proposed to me on Valentine's Day. 
So that's that extra special, um, you know, that, you know, all of that leading up to it. Um, but then it evolved, just like you touched upon it. When you have kids, then, then it's more of, okay, what did, let's focus on the kids. Let's do something fun for them, right? Like the school activities. And that's how you celebrate love. And Rebecca, like you mentioned too, it's, it's not just that day, right? It's, it's throughout Mm -hmm. the year. And so you touched upon that as well. It's throughout the year, show that love and affection, you know, have those special days where you come with those flowers that it's not just a Valentine's day. So that's what, that's what Keith would do. And I think, Sue, you mentioned this too, is we, we actually got a, a giggle out of it as we, as we got older is literally like right after Christmas into that January timeframe, everything is red and pink at the grocery store. <laughs> like, I'm not done mm-hmm. with Christmas and poof, here's Valentine's Day in front of us. So that whole commercialism, we just thought, yeah, I think, Sue, you mentioned Hallmark. We just thought, oh my gosh, you know, it is kind of commercialized type of thing. Um, but you know, this, this year, um, coming up on the 14th would have been 25 years that he asked me. Oh, oh, kind of like, you know, those milestones. Um, but you know, I just celebrate that love and, and the things that, you know, we've done together over that we did over the years and, um, like sharing this with you all your, your respective stories. So thank you. So, so with that, then, so what are you doing now? I mean, obviously, um, you know, we, we've lost our, this great love and, and have all the great memories. What, what are you doing now as we kind of look ahead, um, you know, for that coming Valentine's? What, what are things that you're doing to, to honor or remember them or do things with your family or friends? I've got one. It's kind of a funny story. Um, it was the year after Mark died and the kids were still in school and they were still doing the kids thing, right? And so, like you said, Jenny, we... Uh, make it about the kids. And so I got it in my head that instead of giving out traditional Valentine's Day, we do a craft. And I sat the girls down and we got a whole bunch of little rocks. We painted them red and we put little Valentine messages on them like you might see on those little candies. And I gave them to them to take them to school to give to their friends. Now, first of all, it's pouring rain that day, right? So I'm helping my little one bring 35 rocks in bags into school and (laughs) we're soaking wet through by the time we get into the classroom and the teacher looks at the bags and she gets this look of horror on her face now my little girl was in grade five and she's like you really want me to give out rocks to little boys in grade five who are then gonna walk home with them and probably mm. throw them at things that they shouldn't. And I just, I'm like, well, now I don't have a choice because <laughs> I have nothing else for her to give away except these little rocks. So we did rocks one year. <laughs> just one year, right? <laughs> just one year. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so much for craft My, therapy. <laughs> right, right. Next time, retail therapy. Um, we, uh, the first year, it was still a blur. I think you guys remember me. I three weeks after my husband passed away, my uncle did same same way COVID, and then my grandma started getting sick in February, off and on. But then she ultimately passed in March when she did get COVID. So um, the first couple ones have kind of just been a wash. But now, and I have a, a little granddaughter, um, and and even this year coming back from my I had a big trip. I was just telling you about, and coming back, I'm kind of like, you know what it is about love. And when you read more, you know, about the original St. Valentine, you know, it's different than what we think. And 
I want it to be about my kids, you know, I want to show them how much I love them and little trinkets and gifts and things, you know, um, that I could give to them in cute bags and show them my love. And, and I don't have plans on Valentine's, you know, and I kind of made myself available if they want to go out and, um, yeah. And then anybody around me who I know that's a widow, just be sure to wish them, you know, just love, not like happy Valentine's day, but like it's changed and it's, this is what it's about. And I may or may not be dating someone. How so is that? I can neither What's confirm or deny. So um, I don't, we don't have like Valentine's night plans because it's like a Tuesday, but we've been dating long enough that we do have plans that weekend. And that's a whole nother podcast to discuss. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll do that on a future one. <laughs> yeah, that's different. So it's, it's, you know, it, we're not going to include that day in our, this little adventure that I've decided to go on to, but you know, it, it's interesting to know that someone's there for, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I fight either way, you know? And like I said, it's about the people around me that I love and I want to honor the girls, honor my husband by giving to them, you know, on, on his behalf still. That's great. That's beautiful. No. For my for myself with my girls are both at college so I, I've been spending the last few weeks um, just kind of coming across things at the store and I thought oh they'd like that or just candy or chocolates I did a teddy Cute. bear too I did each one of them got a teddy bear and I just ended up putting it together in a little care package and I That's sent it to them last week so I kept asking them because you know you track it did you get your package did you pick it up did you go look at the mail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so just having that aspect of it, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you, mom. You know, just remembering, you know, them, you know, knowing that mom's thinking of them on a special day. Um, you know, and my husband used to always say, you know, make memories and, and things like that. And last year was a tough one, very tough. Mm -hmm. you know, my first Valentine's without him. And so this year, um, there's a few of us, right? Kind of getting together. We're what I'm calling it the Valentine's weekend. Uh, we're gonna go to the spa, we're gonna go pamper ourselves. So make memories with friends and enjoy time together, right? Take care of yourself. Self-love. That's how I'm yep. self-love. Mm -hmm. Right. I think we need that, right? Right. Wow. All right. I, That's great. Did you mention that you want to say something? Yeah, I said, I agree hundred percent. You can't give dish out any love unless you're loving yourself and got, got your head on that. Right. You know? You got to take care of you first, right? And then everything. Right, right, right. And pouring into someone else. So many people really have poured into me and and um, my aunt who's widowed and, you know, that that I feel like it's I can give back, you know, and even if it just includes my family or a couple friends or whatever, cousins, that that um, that will feel good too, you know. And that's what I, I feel like this year. It's almost like the resolution, you know, to try to be kind and give back to what, how people have been giving back to me from that, I mean, from that moment of, of when we were all sick through his death, the funeral, I mean, it's like, it's almost like just that pivotal point, not Valentine's Day necessarily, but this time, you know, of love. Um, it's a good marker. Of, yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. It's a really yeah. good marker, a jumping off point to remind us, you know, maybe mm -hmm. redouble our efforts, as you said, and reach out to those who might be newer in this situation or just in the situation. You don't know what their support system looks like. Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's talk, a really good point. Let's talk about that, Rebecca and Sue. I mean, what, us have being widows, 
and I, I think this is kind of a call of action, I think, for the listeners. I think it's something that we can we can highlight. What what do you think from your perspective can help other widows? Like it, you know, I'm thinking from like a, a simple card, right? Reaching out, knowing that they're loved or you know, that they're they're being thought of. What are some ideas from your standpoint that you think, you know, would help would have helped you in that first year or even now someone reaching out? What what's special do you think that you know we can give ideas? to some of the listeners. I um, just had a conversation on Friday with a friend of mine and her sister had just lost her husband and it was very sudden. And she was like, I'm uncomfortable asking you this Sue, but I don't know what to do for my sister. And I hope I'm not, you know, I hope this isn't too forward a question. I'm like, oh my gosh, is it ever not a question? And it was in that, a bad question rather. And it was in that moment that I realized that I need to be a good ambassador of this. She should have already known it was okay. I should have made it known a long time ago that it was okay for her to ask me these questions. And so I gave her some ideas. I said, one of the things that helped me the most um, right after Mark died was feeling normal. Please, please do normal things with me. Um, I went out for dinner and drinks with girlfriends. I went to a movie with another friend. Um, just things that took me out of the anguish that was the everyday and brought me back into, hey, there is another side and you're gonna get back over here. Just give it time, give it time. And that was, that gave me a lot of hope. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't think I've processed the thought of it coming up and who and what I could do. You know, there is, I, the church I go to, they have a pretty decent widow's uh, ministry and um, I've even said to some, time to time when they've had like a smaller meeting or they've sent an email out and we just got the newsletter last week and like, well, I went to their luncheon last year and I was, um, I think I was the youngest one there. <laughs> I'm 50, so that's not that young. <laughs> but, um, and then it's a decade or two and then it's all the rest of them because traditionally you think widow, oh, she's 75 and her husband was 80 and he died, right? And um I had said to the leader and his secretary that sent that newsletter, I said, you know, I, because they have a set of men or whoever, people that have trades, that if a widow needs them exclusively, they can call and reach out to this group. And they'll give them either very discounted cheap or just come and fix basic things. Well, in my house, I fix all the basic things. I've been the handyman before death and after death. So I've even said to them, you know, put my name on the list because maybe they just aren't comfortable or it's just something simple. And then I can come up, you know, if it's just changing light bulbs or the batteries in the smoke detectors or something like that, I don't mind coming to do that. Those are simple things I could do. And then we could sit and visit for a little while, you know? So I, I reached out to them in the newsletter last week and just replied and said, that would be a good way for us to keep in contact with each other you know, but yet not have to feel like you have to call a handyman or some service of, of this list is still okay. But, you know, I'm capable enough to be able to do that and, or fix some, you know, something in the yard or something basic, you know, um, and do that. So I was, I was suggesting it and saying, maybe send that out at Valentine's and say, here's a, you know, here's something new Rebecca would love, you know, <laughs> to help or, you know, if you feel like you would, this is that these are the things she could do, you know, and, and we can help each other. So that kind of, the timing of it just came up 
and with that newsletter it wasn't necessarily for valentine's but maybe we could she and i could brainstorm and we could put that out because i just don't know you know i don't know what to do sometimes that's a great idea if, rebecca because i as we all know right i mean sometimes we we're kind of hesitant <clears throat> of asking for help right and regardless of what mm -hmm. stage or age we're at you know having someone kind of reach out and say i'll help you with that light bulb right it may, it may seem simple but mm -hmm. having that extra support or like you said having someone just to talk to i, I think that's important that reach out but those little things mm -hmm. around the house can go a long way i've had that mm -hmm. with friends myself they've come over and helped do things around the house and i am so grateful for that and that'll just make their day Right, right. And then maybe, and because she said that there, there are younger widows out there, they just are busy with life and younger kids, our age, a little bit younger, but teenagers busy that they just don't have time to network with everyone. And so I've said, maybe if we show who's our faces, who we are, you know, that'll bring some of us together more. Because maybe it is, you know, we both know how to hang a curtain rod or a new set of blinds or something. But if there's two of you together doing it, and then you have that, that camaraderie, something in common, you know, you don't know how great that could feel. Cause I, I know that would have been for me. And there were days when people would reach out. I will remember every single person that reached out to me and the first Valentine's when people reached out to me, cause I was like, Oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but then I'm like, Oh, he is gone. And they're like, well, we love you. We just wanted to let you know, but I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't want to see anybody. I certainly didn't want to eat my weight in chocolate <laughs> at that point. So, but it would have just been nice to have someone in common, you know, at that point, all I knew was my aunt. I don't even know any widows my age. Well, like you said too, um, everyone thinks it's always someone who's older, right? In age. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You raise a good point too, because like with Sue and I, we came across a lot of young widows too, because you don't think about it, but young widows with children, little mm -hmm. children. And when we were at the Soaring Spirits Camp Widow, because they even have a, a children's group too. That they have oh, them. yeah. And so when you think about that, you know, what about someone watching their kids for a, an evening, right? Just so that they can have that break and they can mm -hmm. go out and, and enjoy themselves or go out for dinner or something like that. So it's, it's widows of all ages, right? Mm -hmm. and, and being there to support. And, and I think that's really kind of the premise too of our widows that wind together is about supporting each other, lifting each other, being there for each other. So I, I think um, that that's a great item that you really highlighted there to, to kind of get the word out. You could market it. Like you said, we'd love to help you, you know, those kind of things. Right. Mm -hmm. Widows who help. If I can, <laughs> just, just a suggestion with something to add to that too, that I've seen um, in our neighborhood stuff is add to that list, not just the great idea of, you know, can I help you around the house, but a list of, I have this to give away. Mm. And, does anybody need it before I take it to wherever it is I take it to? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, sometimes when um, I, I know that I recently, my big thing is closets. I, I struggle to clean out the closets because there's so many little grief bombs in there that when I do that, I feel like I have to have a whole day and then I have to have some time to like sit down and cry. Not when I have to like, you know, get back up and get out there and, you know, show people my face. Um so I find stuff all the time as I'm one by one tackling these closets. It's like, this is a perfectly good thing. And clearly he's never going to use it again. Um, maybe there's somebody else out there that could use it and, and add that I've got this to give away list or, you know, small price or whatever you want to do, but right. it will help. And it, and it might feel better to discuss it with other widows and be like, so in that discussion of here, this is what I'd like to give away. Did, asking them first, you always might, 
also might be able to have that little conversation of how it feels to do it. I just emptied my closet in November and then Christmas got crazy beginning of Christmas. Um, I haven't moved his stuff. It's just on another rack. And the girls, my girl said, bring his stuff over and we'll go through. And I said, oh, I don't think I can physically, physically carry his stuff out of the house. You have to come here and get it. And then we'll decide what to do with some of the rest, not his things, just his clothes and shoes. And, um, but it'd be kind of cool to, to talk to the widows first and be like, Hey, does anybody know, especially in a church setting? Cause I've got these suits and jackets and ties. And it's like, I'm sure there are men out there that could use that in their, you know, in their uh, ministry b- before it goes to Goodwill, you know? Mm-hmm. And then my daughter's idea, if, if no, you ahead. happen to have, um, certain pieces of clothing like a tuxedo or something like that look at your local theater groups and see if they need any of that kind of clothing donated mm, good idea production. and good it's idea. mostly only the fancier stuff but you know mm-hmm. yeah good points appreciate your your both of your feedback that's great well i think you know, are there any closing thoughts uh, you know you've shared a lot with our our listeners and and things like that to remember and commemorate uh, love and, and honor love. So any other closing thoughts? As we look at hmm. it. No, I'm, I'm just going to be it. profound. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm definitely though going to set because we now this is this last year because we finished 22. It was a little tougher than I thought the first year. And we've set a couple days monumental that are special to us. Like my husband's late husband's birthday. We're, we've made a tradition. We're going to stick to it every year. And when Valentine approaches, you know, I'm going to write in their notes and say, these notes come from me and what I believe dad would have said to you, you know, and uplift the girls and their husbands. And then, you know, it's not something I have to do every month for the rest of the year, but use Valentine's, you know, like I said, as that point to, to keep his memory alive and the things he would have said, because they find stuff all the time. And I'm like, or they'll say something. I'm like, oh, dad would have totally said that. You know, and you, to start right. Making- and then you forget. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then maybe something in summer, you know, so three times a year, it's very, very set. Like we're not going to forget no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's wonderful. And I, and I think the overriding message that I got from this one, you guys, the reminder from both of you to pay it forward, to pay that love mm-hmm. forward, to look for those people out there that maybe need just a shoulder to lean on. Yeah, because we, we all put on that appearance, right? But we're strong. We got this. And sometimes mm-hmm. we have our moments, right? And right. just being there to lift somebody else up and you'll just, you'll make their day. So, Sue, do you still have your sticky notes? I do. I do. Oh, good. Oh, I good. Kept them. <laughs> good. That's, that's awesome. I was curious. Just now it hit me. Oh, I hope she kept her sticky notes. <laughs> I kept them. I, I'm missing it. There's like one or two because he numbered them. Oh, so one or two missing in the numbers. And I don't know if I found them and didn't keep them or if they're still out there. So who knows? They're out there somewhere. <laughs> Surprise. There you go. It's a sticky note, Valentine. <laughs> it's a sticky note, Valentine. Exactly. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for inviting us to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. both. And so yeah, this our own tradition here as we do when we meet monthly at our, our local wineries. I think each one of us have a, our wine glass, right? I know our audience can't see us, but we're looking at each other here on, on, on Zoom. And so we each have our own glass of either champagne or wine, and we want to end our show with a cheers. So cheers, ladies. Cheers. <laughs> Until next time. Thank you all.